0: Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at Oseamalibu.com. That's O S E A MALibu.com code SUMMER.
1: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it.
0: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, POW POW POW.
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
0: Welcome along. It's the Monday episode. You get this early if you are an IFS subscriber. Why are you not an IFS subscriber? It makes complete sense. Subscribe or perish, as we like mm. to say. Um, if you're going to send us an email, then don't begin it with by addressing us or, or one or either or both of us as cunts. That's not going to get read out.
1: What can I just say? After the recent episode um, in which I, you know, told the story of my massive milk disaster.
0: That was an IFS yeah. one, wasn't it? Was that, was that the, the Princess Diana?
1: No, yeah. it was uh, it was actually, I think it was um, Tune Machine. Oh, right? that's right, yeah. Which is a subscription-only episode. Some people have said it's our best stuff. I certainly really look forward to doing Top Flight Tune Machine, which yeah. we release usually on a Sunday, and we randomly, if you don't subscribe, you won't know, but we we pick a random chart the, the of because they,
0: they, they get them nine months later. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. okay. So, so anyway on a recent episode that i explained that just before recording i had dropped a four pint of semi-skimmed outside in my front sort of um pathway just near the doorstep and it had spread like a motherfucker Uh, my wife was on her way home i wanted to i wanted to cover up the fact that i'd had a milk disaster because i thought it reflected badly on me um i started trying to wash it away but the milk kept spreading it just became watery milk and it spread and it spread and it spread some more and it was a difficult it was difficult and i was you know when when you spoke to me i was still in the midst of i was it was like there's a post milk spill trauma yeah disorder wasn't it yeah. i was i was traumatized it was, it was
0: like a post milk spill interview like after a football match almost yeah. you was the I, adrenaline was still pumping
1: and My mind was all over the place. Yeah, I was, yeah, very much uh, so. I, I don't... All, actually, I don't clearly remember it because oh, yeah, I think I, I blacked out.
0: I, you said one or two things you probably maybe shouldn't have said, really, in the heat of the yeah, moment. Yeah, I made,
1: I made certain threats to certain institutions. Certain
0: claims, yeah. But uh, um, it always appears to have a bit of a calm down before you do something like that.
1: So, yeah, so I learnt my lesson and um, you've suggested that I get some media training. <laughs> which I... I have. Uh, it's an investment. You said to me. You said, Sam, it's an investment in yourself, yeah, and the- it's an investment in the podcast. So I, I have actually hired some top PR people, but
0: specifically. Milk spillage-related media yeah. work. Yeah, work, yeah, you know, yeah. They're you, people, you, you've, you've they deal in crisis in management,
1: yeah. uh, brackets, milk-related.
0: Yeah, you excelled in other areas of the media. You're Britain's top journalist. Don't put yourself down. It's just in the, know, in the but, area of milk spillage, you're a bit of But uh, post, post-spillage interviews,
1: post-spillage post interviews are, that's a specialist area. In fact, you know who I've hired? Um, you know Colonel Sir Tom, Sir Tom Captain, Colonel Sir Moore, Tom Moore. <laughs> Right,
0: MBE, OBE, CBE. Rest KBE. in
1: peace. Rest in <laughs> yeah. peace. R A P you Fucking hero. Right. Well, he. Um. You know, his granddaughter set up a PR company, which she then hired via the Sir Colonel Captain Sir
0: was Tom. His, I thought it was
1: yeah. his daughter. I didn't know his daughter. Maybe it was his
0: daughter. We're doing a slander the wrong person.
1: <laughs> I'm not slandering them. All I've said is they set up a PR company.
0: <laughs> they did.
1: <laughs> That's not in itself a no, criticism.
0: hang on. No, she already worked in PR. What they did was they right. set up a foundation. Yeah. They set up a charitable foundation.
1: What, what's the charitable foundation called?
0: Uh, it's the Captain, Sir Lord, Captain, Sir Captain, yeah. uh, Lord Admiral Chief Captain Tom Sir Tom, ABE, ABC, yeah. CBE.
1: Okay, and then what happened? So they set up a charity. They set up, and then they hired themselves as the PR firm. Is that right?
0: They they set up a charitable foundation, and mm. um, <laughs> his daughter who works in PR, yeah,
1: um,
0: who did very well to get Sir Captain Sir, Sir General yeah. Tom. She obviously knows in, the stuff, yeah. Major Tom, um, in the in the news in the first place, she did very well to do that, but um she she tried to appoint herself as the chief executive of the charitable foundation on is she the a, daughter
1: yeah so she's his gone his daughter yeah so on she a, was behind it right from the start she was like dad dad listen we really need to raise your profile hmm. get, get your medals on and just start fucking walking up and down like for ages and I'll get some snappers down to get some pictures and we'll put it in the press
0: and they just did it in the garden at first they, he was just doing it to get to up get down, some exercise. up and down up and down I think he was um, he was recovering from a hip operation or something like that. So he was doing it to get mm-hmm. some exercise, going up and down. By the way, he did lengths of the garden. He didn't do laps. Lots of people say right. he did laps. There were lengths. There's a difference. Yeah.
1: Get it right, people.
0: <laughs> and they were giving him a quid per length. It was just among fair themselves enough. in seems, the garden. Seems fair. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a quid, Throw-
1: Grandad. Well, Granddad's t- walking up and down doing lengths of the garden. Some I think it's only fair that we give him a quid for every left. What? Why is he doing it? Uh, it's for COVID. What? What's COVID? No, just don't ask questions. <laughs> just fucking go and get your piggy bank because we're giving the cunt a pound every time he's, he fucking walks up and down the garden.
0: He's up to a raise a tenner and then he's gonna get. He's gonna to take away for us all. Um, and then. Yeah, and then he kept doing it and they, they realised that they could do this to raise money for the NHS and that's how it just came from just a, a harmless family garden game. Um, so yeah, they, she tried to appoint herself as chief executive of the Charitable Foundation on a six-figure salary um, and accounts for the Captain Tom Foundation to give it its proper name um, showed that £162,000 was awarded in its first year while around £240,000 were spent on fundraising and administration. Now, we've said before, charities need the best people to help raise the most money. I they have can. no
1: problem. I had this we've, conversation we've recently, so maybe I've before. done it on this. I've got no fucking problem with the heads of charities or other worthy organisations earning big money. And I actually am a bit disgusted when the press, usually the right wing press, take issue with it. Ask those fucking editors on the papers how much those cunts are making. Why is well, it okay? Yeah. Why? Who gets to decide what what sectors are allowed to make money and what aren't? Pay these fucking people. Politicians should be paid more, yeah. and so should the chief execs of charities.
0: Absolutely. Although it
1: sounds like they are doing all right.
0: The the hundred sixty two grand, uh, and the fifty thousand of that was expenditure to companies run by her and her husband, including their consultancy firm. Um, and the charity commission, I think, stepped in and went, whoa, hang on a minute. This isn't good. This isn't right. But um, she she's now denied that the, it's as bad as people are making out. A, a Captain Tom Deer, which was due to happen in June, has now been postponed. So we're all victims, I think, of, uh, of this. But she says, I think we've been incredibly naive, but I don't think we're bad. We stepped into this for love, for humanity for allowing as many people as possible access to his legacy.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, yeah, he was well, a, a remarkable I'm man.
1: impressed by everything she's done. And I, that is why I want her to be appointed as my <laughs> milk spill crisis management consultant. So if we can get hold of her, then we should. Um, by the way, mate, the reason I'm running this by you is that I intend to pay it out of the, the podcast kitty. Okay, Ah, because I feel that it's important to us as an entity.
0: Right. Is it going to be expensive?
1: I don't know. She sounds... I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know, but she sounds as if she's going to be expensive. But it's like I say, you you know, you get what you pay for. Look what she's done with Captain Tom. Imagine if she could do that for me. Someone who can... There's a vacancy for a national treasure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, absolutely. Why couldn't it be me, though?
1: Well, I'm the one who's hit a crisis point PR-wise, so... You know,
0: I mean, both of us still probably need to keep our heads down after things. Like yeah, that I mean, I mean I don't, I mean, I don't those... want to go
1: into details, but let's just say you you yourself are no stranger to scandal.
0: We're never going to be national treasure, Sam. I think we've spunked that particular dream.
1: Just um, by just uh, by virtue of the amount we talk about spunk itself, it's yeah. going to work against us. <laughs> Not those lads. I don't know if there's a national treasure commission. Right, and oh, it's the, be. Uh, the Queen runs it or something. It's,
0: it's like it's like the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You've got to be admitted these, to it. Who are these cunts?
1: Uh it's the Top Flight Time Machine podcasters, Mom. Podcasters? It's the it's it's like a radio show, but they record it in their homes, mum, and then they put it on the internet.
0: And who <laughs> listens to it? I'm not uh, a
1: fucking podcaster I'm not
0: fucking uh, stupid. But why why should they
1: no, I. what do we know about them? They've applied for national treasure status. They are reasonably popular amongst the underclass, ma'am. Oh, well, I suppose that that might keep us... Stop them from fucking storming the palace gates again. What, what's been happening with Andrew? What else do we know about them? What do they talk about? Well, we've done a um, some data analysis and compiled a word... A word cloud for you, mom, based on their last thousand episodes. <laughs> and what's the biggest word in the word cloud? <laughs> I'm afraid it's spunk, ma'am. <laughs> spunk? Over a thousand episodes? These two men? Are they men? Yes, they, they are both it men in their forties, ma'am. They both have two children. These two fathers have been making podcasts for over a thousand episodes and the most commonly
0: used word is spunk. What you is spunk?
1: So. <laughs> it's uh it's ejaculate, ma'am. Ejaculate.
0: <laughs> I knew what it was, I just wanted you to say it. <laughs>
1: what,
0: did you, what did you say their names were again? It's uh <laughs> Sam Delaney and uh Andy Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> those names ring a bell. <laughs> Hold on Hold on <laughs> Didn't I authorise dog piles on both of those in the past?
1: Ha <laughs> You did, Mom. There was an incident indeed, involving mom, yes. the pharmaceutical industry, the pharmacy industry, um in two thousand and twenty. Mom. <laughs> also an incident regarding the uh the, the cabinet minister with without brief, Michael Gove, uh a few months later, mom. I remember
0: both regarding, of regarding a chase and assault fantasy. <laughs>
1: Were they not dog <laughs> They were dogpiled piled. Submission came your mom.
0: insistence, Bobby. Yes. Well, well, why do they still dogpiling?
1: exist? Why do they still exist? I wanted to grind
0: them into the into the very dust.
1: I'm afraid, Bobby, they proved rather more resilient than we expected. <laughs> they
0: they, they, are, they are
1: themselves are from the proletarian uh, classes. They may they they are quite they're more resilient than we may imagine. <laughs> yes, I remember them in the war all down in the fucking tube station, singing their fucking cocks off. That was probably their grandfathers. Quite, wow. <laughs> they,
0: uh They operate independently, so they're quite difficult to have removed and banished from their careers. <laughs> the, can uh, them sacked from the internet? <laughs> the, the, the northern one pretended that he'd been sacked from the podcast in May 2020, but it was all just a ruse, and then he was reinstalled quietly a few days later. <laughs>
1: Shadow play. I believe they were <laughs> toying with <one>. us, Mom. <laughs> uh,
0: they sound like a pair of fucking cunts. Oh, yes. Oh, I won't be the yes. first
1: to admit it, Mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem.
1: <laughs> that seems to me... It, it's rather confusing, Mum. but that seems to be something of their appeal <laughs> to the demographic that they pursue with their content. Uh, fucking hell, uh, the
0: world's changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's different from them fucking Brucey and Tarpe with the national treasures. Ugh. So they so they don't mind if someone addresses them as cuts in an email then? No, they seem to have a problem with that, Mum, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that this goes back to the beginning of this podcast, which is some fucking daft bastard got in touch with a extremely tedious uh, and I might add utterly charmless uh, a yeah. detailed uh, email in which he explains the correct way to disperse of a milk spillage. Oh. Uh, it was really boring, and it was very long, and it began with the word "Sammy daft cunt." I would say of those three crimes, calling me a daft cunt is easily the least bad. <laughs> the yeah. easily the most bad was how tedious the fucking rest of the content of the email was.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah, stop sending me
0: emails like that for fuck's sake. There is a good email that I will read, but it's an Mm. anonymous one. But it's called Millwall Encounter. And if anything, it acts as um, a reason for you to take out your Millwall insurance as soon as possible. Mm. Uh, We are working on setting up a company ourselves that will provide Millwall insurance. Um,
1: Millwall, millwallinsurance.com. Beep, beep, dog (laughs) doink.
0: And the the sender of the email, the correspondent, he says, please keep me anonymous for this. I work as a floor manager at a championship club on match days. Well, that narrows him down to one of 24 people. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> so I need to see the substitution cards each side give to the fourth official so that the big screen team and announcer can tell the crowd. I stand near the away bench and in a recent game, He's given it, made it even more specific there. <laughs> He's narrowed himself down to about five people, I reckon. In a recent game, a Millwall sub accosted me to ask who I was as I was wearing a club coat and radio earpiece and was communicating their subs before they were happening. So Millwall's obviously got fucking wind of this and thinks there's something weird going on. Um, might have been his first ever match, I don't know, because this seems to happen at yeah. every ground, doesn't it? He says, I did my best Lampard voice to confirm I was allowed to be there and that I was part of the PA team. After that, a coach stood right in front of me to make sure I couldn't see the pitch or the cards for their subs. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, the fourth official was a nice bloke and showed me the cards anyway as agreed. And he ends the email saying "fucking Millwall cunts." So well, there, Millwall being should Millwall. have had
1: insurance, mate. All I've yeah. got to say to that email is get yourself insured. Get
0: insured. You could have got a claim in there. You could probably be yeah. about thirty-five grand to the richer by now. Exactly. Mr. Anonymous, if you'd uh, just paid six quid a week uh, for Millwall Insurance. I
1: have to stress now, though, if you are going to apply to us, to Top Flight Time Machine, Millwall Insurance uh, Limited, <clears throat> there is a no claims thing, right? And that's, you, you know, you if you've made a claim in the past against Millwall, yeah. right, um, any sort of Millwall claim, because you can cover yourself for um, uh, third-party fire theft, and general shenanigans, yeah. right? And if you've made claims, then your premium, we might still cover you, but the, the premium is going to be prohibitive probably for a lot of you. So, and the reason I say that is there is a lot of scammers out there who have made a, over a dozen fucking Millwall claims in the last couple of years and they keep they jumping from one insurance yeah. firm to another.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and also if you are IFS Turbo, you will get a discount on Millwall Insurance once we launch the company, so that's something to look out for. Uh, we're always trying to help. Sometimes yeah. it's just ourselves, but someone's trying to be helped at some point, always. Um, have you
1: been mugged off by Millwall in the workplace, at home, in the street, or over the pub? Then perhaps you should have been covered. Get covered with
0: millwallcover.com. Boi, <laughs> Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine dot slash iron filings. <laughs> jalapeño, <laughs> jalapeño. We've both been doing a lot I've of walking a, I've I been think away this walking weekend.
1: in nature this weekend.
0: You've been, you've been walking in nature. I did some walking in in the built-up urban area. I did twenty thousand steps yesterday. Probably not as many as you did, but Where
1: did, well, around Sunderland.
0: Now York, mate. I went to York. York. I went to what York and wander around. I took my daughter to a university oh. open day. Oh. and then which was good. I enjoyed it. I'll tell you this if you're looking to choose a university based on the quality of their bacon sandwiches, yeah. York yeah. is by far and away uh, Oxford Cambridge standard. Above Oxford and Cambridge I imagine. The bacon we got a complimentary bacon sandwich and a cup of tea when we arrived. And they're, the trying son,
1: fucking, they're trying to
0: fucking buy you. Fucking worked. I'm like, I took one bite and I says, where do we sign? Where do we sign for the student yeah. loan? Yeah. We're in. And my daughter wasn't that interested, but uh, it's not about her. Um, so yeah, I went to that. And then in the afternoon, she went to a students only part of the, the open day, which included a lecture. Um, did she meet to, anyone? Did I meet anyone?
1: Don't. Did she make any friends?
0: She did. She told me. It turned out right. Parents were allowed to go to this student-only yeah. thing, and she thought that they weren't. I was told I wasn't allowed to she attend. She was
1: lying to you, mate.
0: Maybe she was, but there were loads of parents there. But she says she saw another girl who was on her own, parentless, yeah. maybe an orphan. I don't know. And she, she,
1: <laughs> I, says saw, she w- I saw an orphan girl. Hello, are you an orphan? I noticed you were on your own.
0: Are your mother and father dead? It <laughs> was a dinner fire. I've
1: gone into the town for a look about.
0: <laughs> it was almost like that. She said she said she went up to this orphan girl and went, "Have you got any, have you got any friends?" And she said, "No." She says, "Right, I'm your friend now." Oh, that's nice. So <laughs> that's, that's good. That's the kind of thing you want if you're going to start a university, I think, isn't it?
1: Oh well, yeah, it's a fucking That's the right attitude. Of Luckily, in I, your room. I went to university with pretty much every single one of my mates, which really oh, negated brilliant. the fucking university experience.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, it was a laugh, I suppose, when we first got there. But literally, like, basically, everyone I knew all said, Hello I've gone there." We all lived in London. We were like, we don't want to stay in London, but we don't want to go fucking miles away. Let's just Bring go to fucking Brighton. <laughs> And then, like, yeah. everyone went, yeah. like, the whole yeah. fucking of West London just moved out to, to Sussex University.
0: If we need to, without dirty washing. So I went that's off exactly into York. what we did. I went off into York, and it took about half an hour to get into York. But I had a nice wander around some charity shops and a record shop, and I even saw a van with John Jones written on the side.
1: Oh, I yeah, actually, I did see I that. Yesterday. That's that yeah. John
0: Jones spotted, if you've heard, the, um, the Darwin Canoe Man odyssey that we did in history box recently John Jones spottings are always welcome send them in um,
1: mate I went to York University once when my book Mad Men and Bad Men came out they invited me they were having the York Literary Festival mm-hmm. and it was all run out of the university and they invited me to do a talk mm-hmm. and I had to go up there and I, on a whim it was the holidays and so I said to my daughter who was quite young at the time it was about six years ago I said to her you're not doing anything. Why don't you just come with me? So she came with me, and um, it you was did. one of these ones where you give a talk, but you have like a thing on the stage, like mm-hmm. a screen, a PowerPoint, you know. Because mm-hmm. mine was all about political campaigns, so I was flicking through images of all the different posters and whatnot.
0: Yeah, feels like and, a lecture. Uh,
1: yeah it was like that but I had it like when you when you have a book like that you go around doing a tour of all the festivals so I had this one sort of lecture that you go through all of it and I got her to press the button and the two things I remember most about it I remember York University being really impressive right and obviously York's a great place as well it is Um, and but the the one thing was that at the end the, the woman who was sort of the seemed to be the boss of the festival or the university was quite sort of like um glamorous and fancy, right? right? Not like how you imagine a fusty blah, 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 uh. university stuffy dean to be. Yeah, yeah. And she just sort of we were having like Hot drinks afterwards in the hospitality wow. room. And she sort of just came in and was all like sort of hi, I'm just popping in to say hello. Thank you so much for coming to the festival. And I go, Yeah, it seems like a nice festival. And she went, Yes, I've just had it confirmed. I personally have booked Armando Iannucci to come next weekend.
0: <laughs> anyway, bye. And then she fucks Get a lot of and that. I was
1: like, oh, fucking congratulations. What about me? You didn't even turn up to watch old Delaney. <laughs> uh, Coming yeah, over telling me the better guest that you've just successfully booked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, things haven't been going well. But I've just had some news that could really give us the upturn in fortunes <laughs> we require. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, things have but, been bumbling along so far, but we think we've gotta another level up together.
1: We'd really got to the stage where we were scraping the barrel. Um <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um uh the other thing I remember which I'm sure I've told you is that, that you know there's a book signing afterwards and people queue up and mm. not loads of people obviously, but some people queue up, get a copy of your book and you sign it. And so again with my daughter because I thought it'd be a bit if I said, right, here's what we're going to do. You sit next to me and you hand me the book, turn yeah. to the appropriate page for me to sign and we'll work up a little system. And she was, let's see, she was six. So she was about like, uh, what's that? Eight years old, I guess, right? right? And she's passing me these books and I'm just writing on <clears> the, <throat> the inside cover, all the best. What's mm-hmm. your name? And they go, you yeah, know, John or whatever. I go, George. to John, all the best, Sam Delaney. Right? Yeah. Because I didn't know what to write and obviously if you grow up a football fan that's the standard football footballer autograph message is, yeah. isn't it. All the best. Yeah. It's a nice catch-all. I often sign emails off all the best, right? Mm. But it's not the most imaginative or poetic phrase in the world, is it?
0: I and I mean my, my nephew's r- birthday cards actually feels right. Uh,
1: well, uh, this is this is the story I wrote it like over and over again she was just observing and then afterwards we go back So I go, did you like that? Yeah. Did you find it interesting, you know, doing the books and all that? Yeah. She didn't say anything else. Then uh, two days later, it was Father's Day. You can guess what was written in my card. (laughs) To Dad. To Dad. All the best. Coco.
0: (laughs) That's
1: brilliant. That's brilliant. Brilliant Father's Day card, isn't it? All the best. (laughs) Oh, thanks. That's really heartwarming. (laughs)
0: so that um, was York yeah York was really good and I, I, I did a lot of walking around and I feel a bit fucked today but that's, that's the age I'm at isn't it and the state that I'm in you know so it's, York it's, it's a big
1: Dick Turpin place York did you see any well I
0: didn't have time to do any Turpin related escapades um, mm. I considered going to the Castle Museum and have a look at his, his jail cell again mm. but um, didn't Didn't have time I was too busy trying mm. to buy CDs and records um, yeah. for myself I did get a Beatles jigsaw for 4 99 in Oxfam well, that's that was good. good. But uh, no Turpin-related stuff. So you've been I, walking around I,
1: the countryside? I stayed in a pub in a village called Findon in Sussex that was built in the 1500s. Really? And it was wonderful. It was a B&B. I was there with my cousin. There was all that going down for breakfast in the morning and having stilted chats with the couple on the table next to you <clears> and that oh yeah. sort of malarkey. And then we walked 10 miles uh, on the South Downs Way yesterday, which felt fucking fantastic. And the best thing about a walk like that, I mean, there's lots of wonderful things about going for a long walk like that. Yeah. But if you're using the app to track it, at the end, it tells you how many calories you've burnt, right? Over 10 miles with quite a lot of hills and stuff. And it was a lot. It was about 1,700 calories, right? Right. And and, uh, so the good thing about it, me and my cousin do this like two or three times a year, is that basically you look at that at the end and you go... Right, that we're means that. We, we've got to go and consume 17... <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, you just like I'm having that. And we just always go to the pub that we're staying, that you stay in a pub, and just have a three-courser with a yeah. massive fucking yeah. pudding, right? Brilliant. And it's a great feeling. It's a really great feeling. And
0: extra onion rings.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, just fucking load it up. Anyway, my, my cousin Bruce is a gooner, and we were talking about... We got to talking... Uh, over breakfast this morning about you know the culture of different sets of fans online and on Twitter and the Mm. weird little petty rows and arguments or rivalries and resentments that exist between fans of the same club you know there are kind of little people who become sort of Twitter celeb fans because they're you know for whatever reason they tweet a lot or well we were talking about how the main thing that people try to do and I'm assuming Sunderland has this as well West Ham certainly does and he and apparently Arsenal have loads is the people who try to indicate their ITK in the know yeah yeah, yeah. and the what and there are some like there's a couple of West Ham ones uh there's one in particular who I know is he's got a track record of always delivering like news and he's always correct and he's a nice bloke and that's fine but there's a million and one sort of kids who sort of do that kind of don't ask me how I know I can't tell you I'd love to tell you but I can't but (laughs) I I have it on extremely high authority that we are currently in talks and have agreed a fee for insert name of unrealistic (laughs) transfer target here right and every club has them and it's so interesting that their MO no matter what the club is is always the same and the thing about them is is that they they almost always, because it's always mostly bullshit, end up becoming fucking pariah figures because everyone just fucking ends up hating them because they're yeah. like trolls who just, they're trying to get attention, they're full of shit and it just bothers everyone. Do you know what I mean? Winds everyone up. So he was telling me about a guy. I don't know whether I should say his name. I'm not going to say his full name, right? I'm just going to say his name Steve, yeah? Right. And he was on Twitter and he was one of these guys who was constantly going... Can't really go into details on this one, but um, let's just say my usual source has confirmed, blah, 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 right? And they all been, you're a fucking, you're full of shit. We all know, it's not trying to indicate, you're just some fucking virgin living in your like mum's basement. It's not trying to indicate that you've got like highfalutin connections at Arsenal. Every transfer you've ever made up is bollocks, right? And he's, like, gets into a feud with them all. And in the end, he disappears for a while, right? And and everyone thinks, all the Arsenal fans think, oh, he's finally just had enough of us giving him shit all the time. And he's given up the ghost. He knows no one's ever going to take him seriously, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, just before he'd got... Uh, uh, he came back after an absence of quite a few months and said, sorry, I've not been on Twitter delivering mm. my usual news and insights for the last few months it's for personal reasons bit dramatic you know Oh, we've
0: touched on that before haven't we the personal as people, reasons as in, as also as
1: people care it's very pompous and egotistical personal all that reasons
0: stuff. tell us like them. no one
1: gives it. i'm not being funny but no one fucking cares like you're not the queen i, I ought to make a statement to my 38 followers because they'll be worried right now do you know what i mean anyway this is the thing that made me really laugh right so he, he posts that then two days later This message. This is 2015, so I feel it's all right. And I'm not revealing his full name. Right. This message appears on his Twitter feed. To Steve's followers, this is his wife, Babs. (laughs) Right. Sadly, sadly, Steve passed away last night. His final word was Benzema. (laughs) Make of that what you will. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: his final
1: word was Benzema and I (laughs) said what's great about that is there is no Babs Steve is not dead Steve wrote this tweet as the final roll of the dice right and what's extra funny is he thought right I'll fucking show these cunts right they'll regret they'll regret it I'm going to fake my own death but also in my faked death I'm going to chuck out one last incredible transfer rumour. Um, how shall I... D- fake my? Undo? I know, I'll, I'll pretend... And he's obviously some lonely kid, right? She's got I'm going to pretend I've got a wife. I'm going to pretend I've got a wife. I'm going to call her Babs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's the tell. Andy, that is the tell, the fact that the wife is called Babs. Because what would a teenage virgin, right, what would he call his imaginary wife?
0: Of course Barbara, he'd
1: call her Babs. He'd
0: name her after Barbara Windsor.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am Steve's sexy, buxom <laughs> wife, Babs. Babs. Boobsy sexy, Babs. Sexy, buxom, but also <laughs> sensitive and intelligent wife, uh, Babs. Yeah, I'll, I'll make out that I've got a wife called Babs because then they'll all know she's really fit because Babs is a fit woman's name. I'm, right? I'm
0: writing this using while wearing one of their black see-through negligees. What well, i will probably sexy at
1: that? Like, like I'll probably answer the daughter of the milkman in later. <laughs> <laughs> right (laughs) anyway obviously this is hilarious and in fact I'm going to read it once more before I tell you the final punchline which I'm a big fan to Steve's followers this is his wife Babs sadly Steve passed away last night his final word was Benzema make of that what you will right (laughs) some genius within seconds has (laughs) replied with the following brother we are here for transfer news not final utterances fix up (laughs)
0: Final utterances. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's the
1: casual reference to him as brother, as if like, look, Steve, we all know this is you. Straight away, forget this Brab's business. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Brother, we are here for Transfer News, not final utterances fix up
0: <laughs> and
1: apparently this fella Steve hasn't been seen or heard from since and yeah. rightly so because that well, is a real no, low least, point at faking at least... your own death to try and see a transfer rumour about Karim Benzema well, well, come on mate you're well, better well,
0: than that didn't even come true did it <laughs> no
1: exactly It's, good, it's it. just made up <laughs> I mean ah, you know, there are God. people going around thinking I'm going to how am I going to spend my time in my life I'm gonna make up transfer rumours and put them on social media and see Fuck if people believe me or not. Yeah. The odd world.
0: Well there we go. Um just update on the predictions over the weekend before we go. Um I got five points, you got three points, and Results Bot got uh four points. You would have got four you would have got five points as well, Sam, if that goal that Man City scored right at the end that was On side by the width of a fingernail. If that had been disallowed, you would have correctly predicted Man City, Man United.
1: But what did I predict? Three one. Three one. Yeah. And it was two one. Was it? It was four one. Oh, it was four one.
0: It was four one. I didn't watch it. (laughs) You didn't watch it. Apparently, Roy Keane has gone off it afterwards. Lots of people. I
1: just had a message from someone. I like it how now we get personal alerts from people if Roy Keane's gone mental. I'm
0: just looking at a tweet now with some video footage, which is 4 minutes and 47 seconds long. I've got it primed. I'm going to watch oh, it as soon yeah, as we Yeah, maybe we'll this cover recording. that
1: on an episode later in the week, which you'll hear if you subscribe via uh, Patreon.
0: Yeah, I mean, people always say we should do emergency episodes around things like this, but who can be asked? Uh That's <laughs> it for this one. We'll be back throughout the week uh, with Diana, Dick Turpin, Roy Race, and more. This is <laughs> Top Flight Time Machine. What a Machine.
1: podcast this is. What a podcast!
0: This is not a football podcast goodbye goodbye